Here's a question for you, Joel. Okay. If you could have one superpower, what would you choose? Only one. Hmm. Superheroing, I suppose. Hearing. How would that help you become a superhero and make the world a better place? You didn't say anything about any of that, Travis. Okay, fair enough. But why superhearing? So I could listen to Kids Corner wherever I go. Like this. When the mighty villains come a-calling With their robot armies and plans appalling We need a team of heroes strong To defend the weak and right the wrong That's us! I'm Landgirl. I'm as strong as a million bulldozers and as powerful as an earthquake. She's also great at gardening. That's not a superpower, Peter. Maybe you don't think so. I'm Waterboy. I'm keeping things current with my new wave of awesome. What he means is he's a superhero that uses water for his powers. Yeah, but I try to make it sound cooler than that. Right, that's why your alter ego is a guy that goes and gets people drinks. Look! Up in the sky! Is that a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Air Dog! He's the only one of us that can fly. And he's really good at sports. There's all sorts of movies about it. Really? I'm pretty sure. Hmm, all right. So what big bad villain are we going up against on this episode? I can't tell. This is the end of the comic book. What? We barely got introduced. How is this the end already? Read it for yourself. That's the end. You're right. Wow, what a waste of paper. I guess we'll have to find the next episode to see what's next. Will Earth Girl, Waterboy, and Air Dog have an amazing adventure? Or will the doldrums reign supreme? Find out next time on Planet Squad. Hello, kids. How are you this morning? Hi, Miss Fiona. Hey, we're good. Just reading these comic books. Hmm, Planet Squad. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, they're superheroes that can control the water, air, and the ground to defeat bad guys and rule over the world. Sounds fascinating, Chelsea. Um, have either of you seen Lionel this morning? He and I were going to go out. You and Mr. Jacobs? Going out? You mean, like, on a date? Let me finish, Peter. We were going out this morning to join the litter walk. Man, Mr. Jacobs really needs to learn how to go on a date. A litter walk sounds boring. Yeah, and I don't even know what one is. It's not exactly a date. And, and a litter walk is when people from the community go on a walk to pick up rubbish along the roadside. Rubbish? I think she means trash. So have you seen him? Trash? Um, yes? No. Lionel. Have you seen Lionel? Oh yeah, he took Flynn out for a run earlier. He should be back soon. <sighs> Very well. I suppose I'll wait for him. Want to read comic books with us? They're really short ones. Thanks, Chelsea. I think I'll just um, listen to the radio for now. Are you sure? This one has Waterboy and Air Dog fighting a hurricane. And this one has Earth Girl building a fortress to rule over the Jungle Raiders. I'm quite sure. Thank you. Hey, kids. Enjoying those comic books? Yeah. They're pretty good. Ready to go, Lionel? Oh, good morning, Fiona. I'll be right with you. I've got to get some trash bags. 
So, Miss Fiona, I have a question about this whole litter walk thing. Oh, really? What's that, Chelsea? Why are you guys doing it again? I mean, sure, it's nice to make sure things are nice and clean, but don't we pay people to do that? We do? I'm pretty sure I've seen people doing it for their job or something. Perhaps. They're all people who do it for a living. But if you look around, it's a pretty big job and they can't possibly get it all done on their own. Besides, taking care of the earth is a job for all of us. Since the very beginning, God has taught us humans to care for our home and make it a better place to live. Okay, ready to go. Shall we? In a moment. I'm explaining the, um, theology of environmentalism. Oh, that's timely. You know you guys don't need to talk to each other in a code in front of us kids, right? Yeah, what's imperialism? Ah, imperialism is when a nation or person decides to conquer other nations and people and rule over them, usually stealing from them and otherwise treating them badly. Environmentalism is when people do things to protect the environment. The environment? Like where we live? Right. In the book of Genesis, in chapters 1 and 2, God told us humans to take care of the earth and to have kids, filling the earth and ruling over it. I think that's what Miss Fiona was talking about earlier. Until I was interrupted. Ruling over it? You mean like him or that other word you told us about? Other word? Oh, right, imperialism. I suppose there are people who do read the Bible and see it that way, but personally, I don't think God wants us to rule the earth as cruel and selfish masters. He gave us a planet with all kinds of things that we use to create and make our lives better. But at the same time, He wants us to be responsible with what He gave us because in the end, it's not ours, it's His. Like we read in Psalm 24.1, I think I get what you're saying, but do you have a drama script that could help explain Mr. Jacobs? I might be able to find one that has something about this. Is that all right with you, Fiona? Oh, I suppose I'll manage. I'll be right back. And we'll listen to the radio while we wait. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the elaborate drama, The Toy Breaker, an adapted biblical teaching about stewardship. Once upon a time in the fair town of Tinkerton, there was a little boy named Trevor. Hey, is that a present? A present for me? Can I have it, please? Like most kids, Trevor really liked getting things. Well, yeah, things are the best thing kids can get besides sugar. You don't have any sugar, do you? The thing was, Trevor's things didn't usually last very long. Darling, stop pestering the nice narrator and go outside and play. But it's boring out there. (laughs) Boring? With all of your beautiful toys? How could it be boring? They're all broken. Broken? Nonsense. What about that brand new basketball I bought you just last week? Yeah, that has holes in it. Your bike you got for your birthday. Spokes are snapped. Walkie-talkies? They got kind of wet. Well, I'll go to the store and get you something else. Be right back. Go find something to do while I'm gone. It would be one thing if all of Trevor's things had gotten ruined by accident or if some bully from down the street was breaking them to be mean. But Trevor, it seems, didn't need the help. Oh, hey, Trevor. 
What's going on? Hey, Bonnie, I'm just nailing my skateboard to the shed. But why? Because I want to. It's my skateboard, it's my shed, and it's my hammer and nails. I can do whatever I want with them. Is that what happened to your volleyball net? Yep. This new pocket knife is really good at cutting. Well, it was until I snapped the blade off with my hammer. And so it went for the rest of his childhood. His mother would buy him something. Here you are, darling. A brand new game station. Thanks, Mom. And soon after, he would find a way to destroy it. Hey, Trevor, want to come down and play? Not right now, Bonnie. I'm seeing what happens when I drop my game station from my bedroom window. They don't make them like they used to. Years went by, and then one day Trevor heard something out in front of his house. What's that? Whoa. Hey, Trevor, look at my new car. My dad got it for me. Check it out. Woo! Mom, Mom, did you see Bonnie's new ride? Oh, yes, I did. A very nice set of wheels for a very nice girl. So, what are the chances, you know, of, of you getting me a car, too? I would love to, darling. But first, come with me and look out in the backyard and tell me what you see. Trevor looked out and saw the snapped hockey sticks, the ripped tent, the popped beach ball, the crushed ping pong balls, the smashed aquarium. Yeah, it's all junk. Yes. You're right about that. I gave you all sorts of things your whole life. And if you didn't immediately find a way to break it, then you found some other way to make sure it was destroyed. Your point? The point is, young man, if you can't even take care of a set of ping pong balls, why in the world would I think I could trust you for one second with a car? But a car will be different. I mean, I know I've destroyed everything you gave me before, but I will do better this time. I mean, do you know how fast I could go? I'm guessing 100, but we won't know until you get me one, please. Now. The moral is, everything we have is a gift, and God expects us to use these gifts wisely and responsibly. If we find ways to show God's love to others with these gifts, then he will trust you with more. But if you are careless, selfish, and wasteful with them, then why should he ever trust us with bigger and better things? Well, as fun as it is listening to radio programs and acting in dramas, I just got a text from Tabitha asking if they should stalk the litter walk without us, Lionel. Oh, right. I guess we better head out. Um, do you have time for one more question, Mr. Jacobs? Hmm, a question. What do you think, Fiona? A question, eh? Well, I suppose that does take precedence. Precedence? What's your question, Chelsea? I'll make it quick. We've been talking a lot about taking care of the Earth because it's a gift from God and all that. But I heard my pastor talking about how, in the end, God's going to destroy this world and make a new one. So I guess my question is, if God's just going to make a whole new world to replace this one, then why is taking care of this one so important? You mean besides the whole moral of the drama we acted out earlier? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I can think of a couple of good reasons. How about you, Fiona? Yes, I think the main reason to take care of the world we have right now is this is where we live. This planet isn't going to last forever, but as long as people live on it, making sure it's a good place to live is a good way for us to show God's love for others. Wait, 
taking care of the planet is showing God's love? It might seem odd to think of it that way, Peter, but when we love others, we do what is best for them. Like it says in Matthew 7:12 and Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. And by doing what we can to make this planet clean and pollution-free, it helps others live healthier lives, which is better than the opposite. That makes sense. Are there any other reasons God wants us to take care of the planet? Well, besides wanting us to be responsible with what He's given us, showing love to others, I think another reason is that the world is His work of art, and He loves it very much. The Bible tells us in Psalm 19, Job 12, Matthew 10, and other passages that God loves all of His creation, and through nature, God shows us what He is like. That's not to say that nature is God, of course. Right. God is perfect and gives life. Creation is full of disease, death, and brokenness. Obviously not the same thing. But, like it says in Romans 8, even though creation is broken, at the end of this world, God will make everything new, fixing the brokenness and curing the disease and taking away death forever. Huh, that's a lot to think about. Yeah. Well, while you guys are thinking, Lionel, you really need to run. You're right, you're right. See you guys later. Have fun on your litter day. So, do you want to stay and read more comic books? Nah, my mom wanted me to pick up my room, and that drama kind of got me thinking that I really should take care of my stuff. Worried your parents won't buy you a car when you get older? Hey, can't be too careful. Right. Well, if you're done here, I'm going to turn off the radio. Sounds like a good plan.